morning, afternoon, night. This is We Are Not Prepared, and we are your hosts, Byron and Mark Ivey. Welcome, 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 Mark. Welcome, Byron. To we are not. I keep pulling up our episode where you did like uh, Bugs Bunny. I don't do. I don't do Bugs Bunny. Whoever, somebody, you were imitating some cartoon character, and so people immediately quit listening. (laughs) <laughs> the moment that comes up. So you don't want me to Now I'm in a dilemma. Do yeah. I say it? I want you. Go ahead. No, it was, there's Goofy, there's Mickey, there's, I've been trying to do some Rex from Toy Story, like, he tortures toys just for fun. Like, I can't really get that one down. You know, the dinosaur? Yes, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, anyways. Let's try that with We Are Not Prepared. We are. Uh, so you can't go that high? I, I got a cough. Maybe our guest can. Should you fart first? Nobody will ask. You might. This is going to be the first like podcast people get sick after listening to it when they hear me cough, so I apologize. Uh, hey, we have a guest, and we're pretty happy because it's a white guest, so. <laughs> <laughs> what a white laugh, too. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, Ty. What is your last name? Uh, it's Welch, like the grape juice. Ty Welch. Yeah. And where are you from? Uh, I always tell people I'm from Houston, but I know I live here in Oklahoma City, so. But you grew up in Houston. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been here? I think seven years almost now. So I'm a transplant. I've been here like not majority of my life, but a good portion of my adult life. All right. My wife and I, we went the summer to Houston and we stayed over by Rice University. Right, yeah, Rice Village. Yeah, that is a nice little area. That's town. the only nice part. Is <laughs> it? <laughs> That's where all the rich people live. Yeah, we were. I got pulled over a few times and I'm sure you body did. slammed. No. <laughs> no, I didn't. You body slammed the cop? I body slammed. Could it you imagine be, me? It was a it bike would have cop. to be a tiny cop. It was definitely a bike cop. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> Come here, I can't pick you up. I want a body slam. One of those tiny female cops. <laughs> no, it's, they would beat me down. I've already told you about my wife. and Yeah, she's a fitness. She or just she teaches fitness. Yeah. How do you teach fitness? Like go to yoga class, bicycling, cycling. I love to go to cycling. Cycling. What else does she do? Then she does weights and stuff. Oh, nice. I will refuse. I refuse to go to her class. I mean, I would too. So because the other people go, oh, there's the teacher's husband, and so when I try and cheat, they go, oh no, that's not how you do a push up. You have to do it like. And I'm like, leave me alone. I'm resting. Yeah. Okay. If her own family, if her own husband can't buy into this, why should we? Right. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. That's why. Like, no, my wife's been working out like a lot, and then. This in the stuff like I used, to, you know, I'm running out of excuses. I'm like, well, blind, going to the gym as a blind man, that's the worst. Well, now it's like all in our garage, so all I have to do is walk out to the garage. I'm like, yeah, but uh, it's hot now. <laughs> you're blind, but Ty's not. I'm gonna show you my stomach because 
Are we gonna do this again? I'm losing. I've been since the last time we've done this. I've like lost. Oh, I've gained. I oh man, it's it's beautiful under there. Look at see. Dude. Look at there. Oh yeah. I'm gained. Yeah. You both have stretch marks. And I got a mosquito bite. That's not a stretch mark. That's a, <laughs> that's a scar. <laughs> We've been in battle. Scar. Time. Battle scars. Are we, are we scaring you yet? It's the same no. scar Will Ferrell has. I, I grew up a, in a locker room. Nothing scares me. What were you in the locker room for? All right, good, because we usually do these. <laughs> Don't like, try to trick that, all right? <laughs> no, it's like, this is I good news, because we to usually do, do these naked. <laughs> <laughs> now, what sport did you play? Oh man, I played football, basketball, baseball. Really? I, yeah, yeah. I was pretty good at baseball, football, not so much, basketball, not so much. Not so much. Yeah. So outfield? No, bro. I was a pitcher. Pitcher? Yeah. Pitcher. Now, do you? Baseball's uh, a sport. Are you following the playoffs at all? Absolutely. The Astros Tex are up, and the Tex, the Rangers. Oh, forget the Rangers. I didn't even think they would make the playoffs, and they swept their series. I mean, I thought they would. I thought they would make it. Yeah, they're, they're, so they're a good team. I mean, I'm not like hating the Rangers, but they have to play Houston next. If Houston wins today, yeah, when Houston wins, so their season will when end. Houston wins. I mean, today. Houston's kind of winning that series one way or another. I mean, they just like went into their, you know, into Minnesota and just destroyed them yesterday. So a few anomalies this year: Baltimore and Minnesota ran into talented. You know, teams in Houston's Houston, you know. Yeah, we should turn this into a sports we should. podcast. We should get Stephen A. Smith in here, <laughs> give us all the bad takes. I don't ask me, you know, I can't do my Stephen A. Please don't, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. So, but you know who I'm really shocked at is well, that like Michael Scott in the office doing the Chris Rock impersonation. Oh. <laughs> that would be me doing Stephen A. Smith. That I kind of almost want you to. What is supposed to do? My best, my best office yeah. was the one when he did the cultural diversity yeah. that he taught, and he made people wear little signs on they, their yeah. head <laughs> that said what race they were. So he's like, I can't. They're not good drivers. And then Dwight's like, women. Yes. <laughs> no, but it's not any better because you know Kelly is trying to. Make him think of like another, you know, a, a, a racial or an ethnic group. You know, like there's no either. That's what's so brilliant about that show. Like even when there someone's not, you know, the other. There's two jokes always going on. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the obvious, and then there's it's the brilliant. subtle under. Are y'all more office people or Parks and Recs? Office. <sighs> I really like Parks and Recs a lot. Curb your enthusiasm, yeah. Seinfeld. Because I, I feel really like, like Parson Rex. I feel like the office didn't take off and then it took off. And then when they lost Michael, it kind of like well, fell yeah, off. Yeah, that's fair. Right? That's like like, but Park and, Parks and Rex was like, okay, you know, a season, you kind of got to get used to it. But it's like season two, they're up and going. And it's like they, and they don't let off the gas. There they're, is no Parks, really. though. How about Community? Never watched it. No. Community's not bad. What about what cool is that about? Runnings? Cool what? <laughs> is that like the a diarrhea commercial? The Jamaican bobsled team? John Candy? Never heard of it. Cool Runnings? It's a movie, but you flipped us off like a <laughs> TV series. Sorry. Why does that just sound like some like <laughs> brand of Pepto-Bismo? Cool Runnings? <laughs> it's, a it's a terrible, terrible movie. Good to know. I'll never watch <laughs> it's it. It's the best movie. Uh, 
Okay. Hey, Jamaica, we got the bobsled team. That song? No. The Lucky Egg? Kiss My Lucky Egg. Rise and shine, it's butt whipping time. The whole reason that you say you like The Office is why Cool Runnings is not a great movie. It's just like very obvious jokes. We're going to rewatch. We are. Bring it in. Let's let's stream. Let's end this, Ty. So, Ty, you do, you work for New View. I do, yeah. I will tell you that the director, Lauren, listens to this religiously. Does she really? Yes, she does. So, when does she have time to do that? I don't know. She always like will text me and go, I'm listening to you guys' podcast. It's very good. Or I'm listening to your podcast. Don't say dot, dot, dot. <laughs> it's probably because Mark's on here and she's really wanting to see what he's doing. Well, she, she's got me. She's got me right next to her. I'm in close. I'm always. You're in, in close proximity. Yeah. yeah. I'd hate to be on that side of the. I'm just kidding, Lauren. I'm, I'm just kidding. We just I just go into Lauren's office and go, look, who's the boss around here? Me or you? And then <laughs> she goes, me. And I go, OK. And then I turn around me. <laughs> I walk by sometimes like when I come in I'll like come storming in and I'll like throw my jacket and I'll look over at Margaret and I'll go clear my schedule <laughs> and just go storming into my room or into my office well welcome so you ride grants I don't ride them no no I manage them I know what that means. So you make sure all the requirements are right. It's everything. This, it's here's it's hey. the same. It's the same thing Santiago is your name, doing. Is your name Ty? Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm talking to this guy over here. B. Go ahead, Ty. It's okay. Uh, Proceed. Yeah. So I manage grants, Mark. Um, <laughs> I don't write them, but I do help with the process of writing them kind of overview it, make sure everything looks good. Then we submit it. And then we just really hope we get that million dollar grant. Right. So that's kind of what I do. When the scope, making sure that it's like the timelines that you have, cause you have to have timelines right. and outcomes. You have deadlines when to submit things, you know, submitting your letter of intent. And then once you get that accepted, now it's time to put the real thing, you know, in the mailbox, got to get the, the grant application going, making sure that looks good. And then you submit it and then you just kind of play the waiting game at that point. So you have, you get to do that. And yeah, that's what your only job. We have to do that. And I have to come in and do podcasts too. So, I mean, I, I would rather do podcasts, but you know, yeah, the great, you have to have a very critical eye and being He's able your to- Santiago. He's what? He's your Santiago. He'll produce it, but he's not going to edit it. Uh, yeah. You'll manage the grant, but you're not going to write it. I'm not going to write it. No. no. Ew. Good. Now, where did you work before here? So I worked for the state of Oklahoma um, for like almost five years. Uh, I was dealing more with like contracts and contract management and stuff like that. So kind of similar to grants, but contracts. Does it make you crazy doing all of that, like, paper and focus work on, like, computers all the time? Um, Inside, no windows? Sometimes, yeah, just because I'm a very, like, I like to walk around. My ADHD will kick in. Can't focus. Need to go talk to somebody. Need to go make 30 putts in a row in Mark's office, you know. 
Um, yeah, um, that is that's true. It's a record. That is a record here at New View. 30? 30, 30 in a row, Thirty, and so um, new guys really starting to piss me off. Well, I'm going to beat you and beat baseball, and then you just gonna have to quit. Well, things about myself that you would not know. So, one, I'm bald. Mark and I are really good friends, and actually, I mean, I don't know why we decided to do this show, but. Um, I really, I really enjoy the human experience. Yeah. And so that I think that we are all very messy and that we are all very human. And so the, would you agree with that? Yes. You can speak now. Yes. I just was wanting to hear what he did. No. This, <laughs> it was, my joke wasn't even that good. I didn't <laughs> know you were telling I, a joke. <laughs> I waited five minutes to tell it. It didn't land. I moved on. You moved on? Okay. No, you are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the human experience. I just think that um, we try to deny that and be perfect. But I think that causes us more pain than if we just acknowledge our humanness. And Oh, sure. Yeah. Now, I have... This is just completely... So I just think that the reason that we have... So many like weird people do weird sexual stuff is because we never talk about sex. And so the humanness of that experience, we never really talk about openly. And so people just do freaky, crazy things because there's it's like there's no place to like talk about, okay, what is, is this normal? Is this not? Sure. And, yeah. And so. There's no transparency. Yeah. I I just remember uh, being a kid, and I had this teacher uh, that once said that he masturbated, and I was probably ninth grade. And so all the, all, all, my ki- all the kids said, not me, you know, no, all my buddies. But, but I did. And that was like so freeing for me to hear like an adult say that. I didn't. Fess oh, that was up. the adult saying that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did not fess up. It's like oh, I would expect a freshman to say that. But inside, I was like, "Oh, so I'm not so weird doing that." Sure. Because all my friends would go, oh, "I never do that." Hey, you know? Yeah. But we were all doing that, but we weren't acknowledging that we we're doing it. Is this too too deep for you, Sam? Oh. Okay. I'm good. Okay. No. Um, so like to your point about now I kinda want to go do it. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> uh, good. Is this rated R? Or no. Is, it, is this the E or whatever the little thing that they put on the audio? We don't ever I don't curse. <laughs> I've, that, this is true. I've never heard Mark curse. No, no. So, and I've only been here four weeks. So. I mean, no, it's not that like I want to be, it's not like I have something against I just, I don't, you know, I, Byron and I, we enjoy like the most fun, the hardest we've ever laughed is just our sick little minds talking about our thoughts. You don't have to curse to make anything funny, you know? Oh, no. no In fact, it's more funny. I don't curse at all on that. I think I'm funny. You know. I think you're pretty funny. Go ahead with your story, though. Yeah, no, no. I was saying, like, you know, to your point about, um, like, how you would be in that high school mindset and you're not really um, sure, like, about 
or not even you, but just uh, people not talking about sex in general, right? Yeah. Um, I had this belief that, and that's a hard conversation for parents to have with their their kids because that's awkward, right? Yeah. It's awkward, you know? And like, I remember when my dad had the talk with me and I was like, after a little league, little league game, you went like four for four. He's like, son, come here. <laughs> no. And, uh, I think I was 11 yeah. at the time and, uh, he just kind of told me about it. And it's like, I don't, at that point, I didn't really understand what he was saying to me. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, and, and most statistics are true. It's like, kids that age are like so hooked on porn and that's how they're finding out. Um, this they never go got with, the talk. Yeah. They never got the talk. I didn't. Um, so one rabbit hole here with like ADHD brain, um, a book I read was, um, it was about porn and I'm trying to remember the exact, your brain on porn. That's what it's called. And this book just kind of dives into like how, you know, for the instance, if people are not educating you on like what sex is and like all these things, you're going to go find it somewhere. Yeah. And the internet is so accessible to people right now where it's accessible to 10 year olds. Dude, that's, it's wild to think yeah. that, you know, I remember, I remember a kid bringing like this crumpled up, torn out playboy sheet or page in the bathroom. Like, I don't you know what we were, you know, and now it's like, everything they've ever could think of in at their fingertips. Yeah. They don't have to go to the Barnes and could Noble you section. Imagine now. Could imagine flash drive in the bathroom. Like, could you imagine <laughs> portable DVD player? No. How old's your kid? She's two. Yeah. So I might just turn five. Like I got, we have to start preparing. I mean, it's a shame on us for not already having a plan, but like, You'd, my my son, when he was a teenager, they sent a sheet home from his class, and him and I went through the sheet together, and so would ask questions. I mean, it would interesting. All yeah. the what was funny is though we both stared at the TV the whole time. I mean, we never like never it wasn't like you contact. and I looking at each yeah. other. We both like stared it's a real man yeah. conversation <laughs> straight, right straight ahead. Eye contact. <laughs> And son number three, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yes, dad. Okay, number four. That's just really, that's a Steve Harvey. Show me something. <laughs> that's like top five conversations. Like you just don't look forward to as a parent. No, no. So, but yeah, no, I mean, the book's great. Talks about like how your brain works with porn. And, how does it? Um, so from what I remember, and I read the book and also listened to it. So it was a mixture. Um, from what I remember is, when you're watching porn, I believe it's the, whatever side the dopamine side is, the other side shuts off completely. So it's kind of almost like a mechanism where when you've hit that dopamine, it's it's just like a drug. And that's why people get addicted to it because you're getting so high on dopamine. And well, it just puts you in this, in the part of your mind. And yeah. And that's why people get into like this hardcore porn, just things that are just not even natural, man. Adultery in general, like just, I mean, that lead, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I had this friend when I was, so I, I'm 71. So I was going. Are to, you really? Yes. 
But that's a whole other show. So anyway, I was that's going to school in the 70s, and a friend of mine uh, worked at, it was like Homeland. She was a manager at Homeland. And they had Playboy magazine did Girls of the Big Eight. And because we weren't in the Big 12 then, we were in the Big 8, which we're not in the Big 12 now. Anyway, so they came to uh, Norman, and they picked her. And so she was going to be in their fold-out of, like, Playboy magazine, Girls Big 8. So she was very excited. So I grew up, like, we had, my dad had Playboys in the bathroom, and so it was like no way. It was like Reader's Digest. My buddy, yeah, it's dad, like dude. it's like a grandma having her crossword puzzles. <laughs> yeah, and so, uh, so anyway, so I I remember getting that Playboy and uh, flipping it open, and there she was naked, and I go, oh my god, I can't look at her because she's my friend, and so it made me think. Well, everybody in here is somebody's friend, our daughter, our... Right, yeah. That's all I can hear my mom growing up. That's someone's daughter. It's someone's daughter. And so... Now I have a daughter. So it really made me start thinking about how I objectified women and just saw them as objects. And I would fantasize about this object, not a person. And so I, I quit. I gave up. Yeah. No, um... I think that's a, when, when people, you know, whether if they're looking at magazines, which I don't think people do that anymore, right? No, they don't. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all so, video. It's, it's all, gone. Yeah. And so, you know, when people get hooked on that, that I, I think that's one of the more hardest things to, to, to unhook yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's not something like you just unhook yourself in a month or two. Like if you're hooked on porn, it's like, it it takes years. Yeah, yeah. It takes years because it's, you know, like you were saying, it's like, it's the way you view women. It's the way you view the opposite sex. It, it's the way that you view and you have to fix the view. And then you have to break the habit of the dopamine side. You have to, yeah, you have to tell on yourself. It's, I mean, you, you have to tell on yourself when you get the urge to do that. Cause right. otherwise yeah. you start going in secret again. Yeah. You almost like, I think something that worked for me was you just have to like distract yourself. Yeah. Right. Like you just have to get up, go do something else because if you don't, you're going to, and that's just kind of like how our brains work. It's like, we'll give in. We have made Mark's dopamine has kicked in so much. He's Asleep over there. No, I'm listening. Like it's just very similar to. I mean, pick your vice, and you can kind of draw connect the dots. Really, to. I mean, whenever like when I've been, like some of my darkest moments are being are boredom. For real, like so, yeah, like so. It's like whether it was, whatever it was, it was just not having something to do and choose giving in to you know whatever urge, or vice that you know. Yeah. We should change the name of this show to Guy Talk. That's a good one. I like that. Because I like to be prepared. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We were going to talk about panic attacks. Panic attacks? Boom. Not prepared. Yeah. But. Um, no, we go. Well, we have the whole. Remember, we wanted to cut this into two. 
Let's stop and then start again. Okay, thank you. We'll part two. Santiago, and please stop and start again. Thank you.